Well, I hope you're enjoying your beautiful, beautiful Wednesday morning. And uh, hey, I'm loving the fact that Christmas is just a matter of days. I can just smell it in the air already. I feel like we're already there, but uh, not quite. Let's not rush these things. Let's savor the moment as uh, the clock keeps ticking until it strikes midnight, at which point we can say Merry Christmas! But why not say to you even now, Merry Christmas to you. Thank you for listening to RX Radio. My name is Fatboy. And today on the Fatboy Show, I'm joined by two uh, totally awesome guys. Uh, They are from Sisters Keepers. They are a non-governmental organization advocates for females subjected to physical and sexual assault. And we are joined by Collins Okuya, the team leader at Sisters Keeper, and also Rakafuzi Cardinal, the human resource manager at Sisters Keepers. Gentlemen, welcome to the Fatboy Show. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Well, um, it's called Sisters Keepers, and here I am talking to two gentlemen. Okay, um, women. Women are a fundamental part of our well-being. Like, the universe works all cause of women. Man is born of a woman. He's educated by one. He's growing up with a woman. He falls in love with a woman, marries one. You get? Um, so, why should one lack respect for that? Like, um, you missed out this one. This is a fountain. You missed out one. Suffers because of one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, okay, yeah. It's not totally a bed of roses, but. Spends but, money on one. <laughs> Sorry, I'm interrupting you. Go on. <laughs> Yes, yes. So, um, okay, I'm um, irrespective of that, all because you're very right. Yeah, yeah. Best Why should one lack mm-hmm. respect for a woman? So, is this a move? Uh, and I've been seeing this of men saying to each other, "Hey, men, it's time to step up and uh, you know speak for the ladies." That men have to be involved in advancing the rights and the status of women. So, is this part of the that whole he for she thing that was going on uh, some years ago? Is that the uh, idea, that, yeah. uh, is that the mindset that is fueling this uh, movement uh, that is bringing into existence groups like Sisters Keepers? Yes. Collins. Well, um, everyone is encouraging uh, men who, who, who people say are the biggest perpetrators to be able to stand up and speak for the women and speak against violence, against women. So yes, uh, it's part of the he for she that you've been seeing around. We're encouraging, uh, we've been encouraged and we are still encouraging that let the guys do the standing up. Because, I mean, if you stand up and then you condemn it, I think it will be a bit harder for you to go again and do go against what you're condemned in most cases. So what has been the concern? Have women been feeling as though they're fighting this battle themselves and therefore now is there is a need for men to join them? Is that the, uh, is that the basic issue here, that men can't leave it up to the women even they must participate well you know from 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 an early age from childhood they've been telling us uh, uh we should put the girl child first yeah uh when we're in school there's that there's that extra point that they give the ladies um, if well, yes 1.5 1.5 because i uh, i think um it has always been that the ladies are at disadvantage worldwide uh-huh. because uh men naturally feel like they're in charge their head. So, we're dealing with a, a, a man and a woman. Right. The woman definitely, defi- whether we want or not, they, they, are, they come second. The man comes first. So, what we're saying is, uh, regardless of all that, let's try and level the ladies up to an almost equal uh, footing as the men. 
Well, um, many people feel as though this government in particular has is treating it as a priority to uplift the status of women. You have women MPs. You have uh, the affirmative action, the 1.5, to enter higher institutions. Uh, at present, I believe more girls are enrolling into UPE or are completing UPE than boys. Uh, it seems like the country is moving in the right direction. Are you happy with what you're seeing or do you want to see more? I'd like to see more. Definitely. It's not enough. It's not enough. Okay, so uh, let's let's talk about uh, your organization itself. Can you tell us about the organization? How did it come into existence? Well, um, <clears throat> uh, me and uh, my friends, a colleague, I mean, some colleagues of mine uh, were at campus, and uh, two friends of ours were, 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 were abused by lecturers. They were asked for sex in exchange for marks. Oh, that, that's, that has been a big issue. Exactly. We experienced it. I mean, we saw it. We saw them going through this. And we saw one of them intentionally frustrated from graduating just because she had refused to heed into the lecturers and demands. There are so many stories like that. Exactly. Okay, and so that led you to believe that it's high time men also get involved. Yes. In this. Okay, yes. so, uh, so then... How did you build the structure of the organization? Uh, is it a big organization? Do you have backing and support? Who gives you support to, for your activities? Well, uh, at, at first, it was uh, so funny. We, we decided to sacrifice uh -huh. whatever little savings we had, whatever income we were getting, wow. fresh out of campus. Mm -hmm. And we decided to start it, register it fully. And uh, eventually, when we, we did this work and people started seeing the work we were actually doing uh -huh. on our own, uh, UN Women got interested in our work. Makere um, uh, School of Public Health got interested in our work because we, we developed an application. Right. This application uh, helps ladies in times of emergency that uh, if you're faced with imminent danger, you feel like, you know, for violence to happen, hmm. there's a build-up to it. Me hmm. and you are having a conversation. Yes, yes, Kenya, yes. There's a build-up to it. So we in this build-up, you can sense, sometimes you can tell this is going to get out of hand. And then you feel you're trapped, you go to this app, uh, press the uh, emergency feature, and then your location will be sent to any five people you'll have registered, so that they are alerted that you might be in danger, and it will tell them where you are. It will give them the location, your GPS. Oh, yes. Okay. So when people saw this, they got so interested in the work and they started calling us, and yeah, that's how we were able to get some small funding behind it. Okay, so is the app currently available for download? Anyone can get it? Yes. Uh, is it on the Play Store? It's on the Play Store, yes. Ah, okay, so for now it's on Android? Yes, for now. Okay. Are mm. uh, there plans to uh, take it to other platforms like definitely. iPhone and so forth? Definitely, definitely. Hey, well, that's very interesting. I mean, a mobile app, that would come very handy. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it would help a lot of ladies in those sorts of uh, situations. True. Well, maybe we can start by talking about the entire thing of gender-based violence. For those who don't quite uh, understand it and, it, and it is a controversial term, it used to be called domestic violence and then along the way it changed to gender-based violence, which made some people feel like it was framing it, that the term was a framing device intended to make it seem like it's specifically violence targeted at women by men. Uh, some might say domestic violence knows no gender. Uh, it goes both ways. What do you say to that? Um, okay, you're very right. Thanks for pointing that out. Um, 
Most times when people get to hear the term gender-based violence, they are so inclined to rush to, oh, what has this man done? This person has been involved in this, or oh, she's the victim, or oh, she's the victim. But the thing is this, so I was uh, in Bushenya, I think in, uh, Colin, when did you go to Bushenya, was it? That was uh, March. March, Feb. Around March. I had quite a number of questions coming from young kids because we chose to target um, P, P1 to P4 kids. Okay. Yes, and my, my, these kids, kids were sharp, first of all. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know, what, um, it wasn't a UP school. Colin, was it? No, it wasn't. It wasn't. But these kids had questions. You know, people are so used to asking kids, uh, the usual questions that you know are going to be asked in class for a P1 kid is uh, parts of the, an insect, parts of this, this and this. But these guys, these guys witness things. A boy in P2 told me, hey, Cardinal. So I noticed that whenever my uncle comes, my sister does not go to school for over a week. Hmm. And look here, it seems that most times people are afraid to speak up. Now, this is usually the case with men, with kids. Mm-hmm. Kids are afraid um, of being yelled at, being backed at, being denied meals and the thought. So, for them to open up totally to you, you must first create the most perfect most accommodating environment must make them feel like they're in a very free space. Uh-huh. So that's when these kids started firing up. So there's this boy that was very, very active. I can't, I can't forget his name. was called Ivan. So Ivan is the one that told us that. I'm like, wow. Mm-hmm. I had to first lean back and I was like, this kid has actually witnessed things that so many, so many people my age can't easily come out and say, <laughs> Anyways, it was very overwhelming. So that made you realize that uh, we have a serious issue here. Yeah, and it's not just for, it's not just happening with girls. I, I mean, um, once a lady has fully, mat- um, sorry, physically matured. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah. Developed the body. Yes, I, mm-hmm. hope, I hope that's okay. Yeah. Yes, it does not only happen to that category of people, that class of, that age bracket. E- even pre-pubescent. Even Younger girls, even younger girls. So, imagine going to class. The only problem that a boy might face is, what meal am I going to have? Mm-hmm. That cuts across yeah. the girls as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but girls have an additional burden of worrying about if someone's going to disturb them. Yeah, sexually. Well, yeah, that's definitely uh, something that deserves attention, and it deserves a lot of you know conversation. An engagement with the public to find ways to, to you know, to deal with. Because you're right, a lot of young girls are being victimized by you know, relatives, family, teachers, and I think I, one can understand why there is a need for society to come together, both men and women, and get involved in uh, trying to do something. So, have you? What has been uh, the feedback from women? Um, are there women that are part of your organization, or is this mainly men acting to further the cause of women? No, we actually have uh, a couple of ladies who are part of the organization. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, because yeah, if not, then someone would have said, hmm, you're discriminating. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. So you have to pre- practice what you preach. Ah, okay, so now the 16-day gender-based violence campaign ended on the 12th of this month. 
Uh, and, uh, you know, we spoke to some people from the Ministry of Gender around that time about that campaign. Do you think uh, such campaigns are enough? Uh, more, can more be done? You know, I, I, actually, let's be, let's be factual. A lot more can be done. Sitting in um, conferences and discussing issues of these people, I think a lot more can be done. A lot more can yeah, be done. A lot more. Okay, so what about how cases of domestic violence increased during the lockdowns, the pandemic lockdowns? You know, because now couples, families who are spending a lot of time indoors uh, in an enclosed space uh, with each other all day. So uh, there were increases in uh, reported cases of domestic violence. Uh, wh- what do you make of that situation? Well, it's, it's not something new. It's something that we expected. It's something that we did expect. I mean... Everybody's in everybody's space. People sometimes, I think, need to breathe. However, I'm not condoning what happened. Mm-hmm. We just have to be realistic. Yeah? Uh-huh. It's a generation of being realistic. So um, I think it was unfortunate uh, that there was a spike in cases. And um, I feel like uh, the government was concentrating more on um, enforcing lockdown and, and, and making sure people don't move and so on and, and, and acting less. Mm-hmm. on the real issue of gender-based violence. I mean, people also die as a result of gender-based violence. Yeah, yeah, Not yeah. just COVID. Oh, yeah. Yes, so... And that's another thing. Mm. Uh, and, I mean, I haven't looked at the numbers, but yeah. I would I would imagine... Uh, I'm not sure if it, the numbers can be compared, but I'm sure the numbers is, is also very high of people who die from domestic violence. Definitely. Okay, so now as an advocacy organization, why haven't you done more to push the government to improve... Uh, sexual health education in schools and to, to let society understand their role in helping to fight this evil that is domestic violence? Well, um, I think as, as, as an advocacy, we can only do so much. I mean, I think government has its own priority. Okay. Let's, let's, let's look at that. Government has its own priorities. You can only try and say, hey, look here, this is what we think should be done. But then if government thinks infrastructure is more of a priority than saving life then i mean it's only so so little we can do but uh, so going forward then uh, how do you see in what uh, manner do you see yourself engaging the government and society at large in 2021 and going forward as you continue to grow your message and to reach out to more people how do you see yourself uh, moving forward we we just concluded uh, a research uh, the reason for this research was to to hear from the ladies and women and men mm-hmm. uh, to see what exact issues they're facing. The reason for this was so that we could uh, sit with stakeholders yeah. and uh, see how best we can suggest that they can, you know, step in and see how they can help and so on. Okay. Like I said earlier, we can only do so much. Right. Yes. So, I guess uh, men need to be encouraged to become their sister's keepers. Definitely. Mm? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, be on the lookout for things that might be happening to the women close to you in your life. Your sister, your neighbor, your auntie, your child, anybody uh, that's a female definitely needs your sympathy, your empathy, your support and encouragement. And so, yeah, I can get behind that. Uh, I think guys need to be involved. True. No way. No problem. Sounds good. Sounds good. So what's your final message to, to the public? Uh, is there where they can go to get more information or... Do you wish for them to support your endeavors? Um, uh, like you said, I'm going to reiterate the thing of always be on the lookout. Uh huh. They say the they say the simplest look is it the simplest um something the simplest 
part of an organization, I think. It's a family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get me? So that's the smallest aspect of, uh, of I think, a civilization. It's a family. So everyone has where they belong. You all have families. Look, try to ask or try to create that atmosphere I was talking about. Try and find out what, how was their day? Like, you see, um, like one of the girls that, that's at home, like, welcome back from work, Sharon. Sharon, how was your day? Um, anything stressing? And with time, you're going to see her opening up. She's going to be like, man, man, I was in, I was in the, I was in, um, I was in taxi park. And then these border border guys, they were doing this, this, and this. And try and show them that you you feel her, man. You get what she's going through, and like it's not right. Mm-hmm. You condone, you you despise that act. You despise the guys are doing that act, and that way she'll feel motivated. She's going to know that she's not alone in this hustle. In this, uh, sorry for using the word hustle. She's not alone in this fight. Life is a hustle, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and it's if that's how women are feeling, uh, is that from talking to them? Is that the sense you get that they, they're feeling alone and uh, not attended to by men? They're feeling abandoned by us. Um. Well. Many actually do. Many actually do. They tend to think that guys do not give a damn about how, about their well-being, about how their day has been. Thing is this: we were created differently, mm-hmm. but we are living in in the same world, the very sophisticated one. A lady is um was created, and ladies tend to use more of their emo- okay, it's emotions first. You get mm-hmm. and. The words that I may tell you, you as a guy are going to, you may, you're going to fast track, you're going to think about your actions, how I'm going to act towards these words, I'm like, man, if I do this, I think it won't be okay. So let me just, let me just relax, let me just lay back. But a lady will either break down or she may not be able to hold back her punches or, okay, no, the thing is, what I'm driving at is ladies are emotional and they are delicate we it is our role it is our man it is mandatory for us guys to treasure to treasure them i think after this show i'm gonna get a lot of requests for your phone number i mean now uh, you just sounded like uh yeah mr lover man romantic <laughs> isn't i think it's the dream of every woman to find a man as uh, as uh, sensitive as yeah, you too. right <laughs> So, so yeah, I I, I hope uh, you know my girlfriend isn't listening. She's gonna want to talk to you. <laughs> but uh, I think it's important, uh, jokes aside, to understand the situation, to understand the situation of women and what they go through, and and, and find ways that uh, uh, we can assist. And in return, we I would hope that they too would be open to thinking of our considerations as men. After all, I think at the end of the day, well, what it's we're team. True. Yeah, true. True. Men and women were a team. Mm. We help them, they help us, we move each other forward together. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Okay, well, thanks so much, guys. Do you have like a website where someone can go to get more information about your activities? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's uh, www.sisterskeeper.net. www.sisterskeepers.net. Sisterskeepers.net. Yeah. Wow. 
That's awesome. Uh, well, thank you so much, Colin Zokuya, team leader at Sisters Keepers, and uh, Rakofunzi Cardinal, who's the human resource manager at Sisters Keepers. Uh, I wish uh, both of you uh, much luck in your endeavors going into 2021, and also uh, enjoy the holidays. Merry Christmas to you. Thank you, Fatboy. Thank Thanks. Thanks a lot. Thanks for having us. Ah, my pleasure. And uh, we definitely should have this conversation again. I think yeah, it's an yeah, ongoing yeah, conversation yeah, 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 true. that uh, shouldn't end. Maybe with just you. before we go off here, uh-huh. I just wanted to tell you something that's uh, amazing. Okay, that's surprising. Uh-huh. Every single lady that has clocked 18, every single girl that has clocked 18 has been abused in one way or the other. Every single? Yes. That's... In one way or the other. Okay. Yes. And that's it. A funny statistic, but I hope maybe when you have us next time, we shall start from there. Yeah, yeah. let's get into the, the, the nitty gritty because yeah, yeah. it definitely sounds gritty. Yeah. <laughs> what one way or the other? That's yeah. terrible, terrible. Exactly. Okay, uh, definitely, we'll definitely get you back in here so we can talk some more about this. Thank you so much, gentlemen, and all the best. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. All right.